0: Good morning. Today, we will revisit Mali's political crisis in light of the World Bank pausing payments. We will then look at changes Google has agreed upon after its 200 million euro French fine. And we will finally examine India's COVID situation in light of several states gradually reopening their markets. Today is Thursday, the 10th of June. I am Arunava, and you're listening to the Leader's Brief by Ego Monk. Last week, the World Bank announced it had temporarily paused payments to operations in Mali after the military orchestrated a second coup in less than a year. The West African nation has been under political crisis since August last year, witnessing two coups in a span of nine months. President Ibrahim Boubacar Keita was removed from power by the country's military, who received strong support from the country's civilians. However, global powers condemned the incident and placed the country under several sanctions. Months later, the country's military orchestrated another coup. This time, detaining interim President Ba Endor and Prime Minister Mokhtar Waune. The country has been under immense international pressure to restore civilian rule, but the military has done little to achieve the same. Asim Gota, the 38 year old colonel who led the August coup, was declared president last Friday, having served as vice president under Endor. Among international bodies, the Economic Community of West African States, or ECOWAS, for the second time suspended Mali from the 15 member body, freezing all aid passing through its borders. Despite its small economy, Mali is of immense strategic importance to Western powers. The West African country has been struggling since the 2012 Tuareg coup and continues to with the help of Western forces battle insurgents in the region. The World Bank said that it is monitoring the situation in Mali and will continue to pressure the military to restore civilian rule. Notably, the freeze of funds came after Mali's top security ally France announced it was suspending joint operations with Malian troops. Mr. Gotha is expected to lead the country until the next presidential elections are held early next year. Moving on to some news from the tech world, US tech giant Google announced it would make a series of changes to its advertising technology after being fined 220 million euros or approximately 268 million dollars in France for abusing its dominant position in online advertising. An investigation by the French competition authority found that Google gave preferential treatment to its DFA advertising server which allows publishers of sites and their applications to sell the advertising space and its SSPADX listing platform which organizes auction processes and allows publishers to sell their impressions or advertising inventory to advertisers. Stating that Google's practices penalized competition in the emerging online advertising market and allowed Google to increase its dominant position, President of the French Competition Authority, Isabella de Selva, said the decision to find the tech giant is the first in the world to, quote, look at the complex algorithmic auction processes by which online advertising display operates. Google has agreed to pay the fine and said it remains committed to working proactively with regulators everywhere to make improvements to their products. In a blog post early this week, Google wrote that as part of an overall resolution of the FCA's investigation, they have agreed on a set of commitments to make it easier for publishers to make use of data and use their tools with other ad technologies. The blog post read, quote, we'll be testing and developing these changes over the coming months before rolling them out more broadly, including some globally, end quote. Ms. De Silva said that the fine, along with Google's commitment to changing its practices, will make it possible to re-establish a level playing field for all players, and the ability for publishers to make the most of their advertising space. It should be mentioned that in the last few years, European countries have targeted US tech firms for their dominant position and alleged anti-competitive practices in the digital advertising space. Google is facing a separate investigation in Germany, where the country's competition watchdog is examining whether contracts for news publishers using Google's news showcase included, quote, unreasonable conditions. Facebook, too, is facing an antitrust probe from regulators in the United Kingdom and the European Union. Moving on to some pandemic-related news, India, which till a few months ago had become the Covid epicenter in the world, averaging over 400,000 daily cases, appears to have finally contained the Delta variant. While the country still recorded over 90,000 cases and 2,000 deaths yesterday, a rapid vaccination drive, one of the biggest in the world, is gradually allowing Indian cities to open up. It should be noted that since the end of April, a second Covid wave had crippled the Indian economy as several states had to impose strict lockdown measures to cut the Covid chain. According to data released by the government of India last month, the lockdowns had seen India's factory output fall significantly. Data released last month showed the country's GDP had contracted by 7.3% over the fiscal year 2020-21, its worst drop in over four decades. Among the worst affected areas were the country's financial capital Mumbai and tech capital Bangalore. But as vaccines reach more people and lockdown measures help disrupt the Covid chain, Indian cities are gradually seeing some semblance of normalcy. Last Tuesday, Mumbai reported seven deaths, the lowest since March. Similarly other parts of the country too recorded an improvement. The country's COVID recovery rate also remains high, though its health infrastructure continues to remain strained. The Indian government has asserted confidence that the country's entire adult population will be immunised by the end of this year. The country is expected to procure 1.3 billion doses between August and December. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi also announced a shift in his vaccine strategy, saying that the doses would be made available free of cost for young adults. However, at its present pace, India cannot expect economic activity to reach pre-pandemic levels before mid-2022. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology, and innovation. Egomong helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomong.com. That is i n s i g h t to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contacts at the rate egomonk.com. One more thing, tomorrow we'll be making a special announcement on the future of the leaders brief, so stay tuned. <laughs>